The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. All right, Buffalo Bills fans, welcome to the latest episode of Breaking Buffalo Rumblings. Anthony Marino, happy to be here with you once again, talking everything Buffalo Bills. Second round is complete at this time, and the Bills addressing the defensive line once again with the selection of Carlos Basham Jr., defensive end from Wake Forest. Um, Man, another interesting pick, right, for the Bills. I think we take a look at this. Uh, Good gosh, I almost feel a little bit guilty as a guy that, you know, for me, right, I always took a look at, at Carlos Basham Jr., and it's someone that I said, well, this could be someone that the Bills could take late in the first round. I'd seen him show up in a couple of mocks. I thought he would be more of a second round pick. Um, a big boy, six foot three, 274 pounds. Um, here is some post draft analysis coming from ESPN.com. This is courtesy of Marcel Luis Jacques. Bills GM Brandon Bean, who watched Tampa Bay win the Super Bowl by harassing the quarterback of the team that eliminated the Bills, used his second consecutive pick on a defensive end as Buffalo looks to unseat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs atop the AFC. Basham recorded 20.5 sacks in his career, plays with a high motor, and could be disruptive as an interior pass rusher alongside defensive tackle Ed Oliver. Again, that comes from Marcel Luis Jacques. Um, A pre-draft analysis that comes from Steve Munch, also of ESPN, Basham is a powerful edge rusher with violent hands. He was excellent top-end speed for his size. He tracks the quarterback well, working inside once he's even. He gets his hands up in passing lanes. Basham has the strength to set the edge and the quick hands to slip blocks, defending the run. An interesting thing for me, I look at these two defensive ends that the Bills have taken in these back-to-back, right, the back-to-back days, the first and second round, Both Basham Jr. and Gregory Rousseau have the opportunity to play defensive end, but can also slide in and play defensive tackle in situations. A lot of versatility along the defensive line. But for me, right, I was surprised. I thought the Bills were going to go cornerback in this spot. I thought maybe Creed Humphrey would be the pick. He went two picks later, um, actually ended up going to the Kansas City Chiefs as they restock their offensive line. I thought Afiate Melifanu might be the pick for the Bills. Not happening there. Um, Joe Marino from the Draft Network, who we talk to all the time. You guys know and love Joe and everything that he does. 
Um, he said on Twitter, right, was talking about the Bills getting their fastball with the defensive line. And I think when we talk about this, right, the the Bills and Sean McDermott, um, Brandon Bean, they certainly knew that their defensive line was not what it needed to be last season. You look at some of the additions that they made, um, guys like Mario Addison, of course, Quentin Jefferson, no longer with the team. You talk about Vernon Butler. Um, if I'm Addison and Butler, I'm not sure what things look like for me. I know there was some instant speculation of like, wait a second, does this mean that you know Jerry Hughes is not going to be back? I would certainly be surprised if that was even part of it, but um, I don't know, right? I think when we take a look at things, um, the Bills are looking to solidify that defensive line and see what happens. Now, again, you talk about the flexibility playing defensive tackle. Um, the Bills were never able to replace the production that it took, you know, they had when Jordan Phillips was with the team. Of course, he signed as a free agent with the Arizona Cardinals, um, moving on before the 2020 season. Um, you know, and we'd, we'd see some good things from Ed Oliver, but really the most successful three tech defensive tackle outside of Ed Oliver that they really had last season was Justin Zimmer, a guy from the practice squad. Of course, you know, loved his high motor, the energy that he played with, um, see him as a depth option. But if the Bills are looking to take that next step to be a Super Bowl champ, they need more from the defensive line. Um, of course, you guys remember in free agency when they were looking at J.J. Watt, seeing what could take place there. Um, he ended up signing with the Cardinals himself. So now for the Bills, right, making that investment, first and second round picks, with the defensive line. And now tonight, right, we're waiting to see what the Bills will do when it comes to their third round selection. Will Brandon Bean look to move up? Who are some of those other guys that could be available um, for them? The Buffalo Bills will be picking uh, in the 93rd spot. So, you know, ways to go. And we'll do another podcast after that to see who is available. Um, early on, right, in many ways, I thought they might go with more of a one technique coming into the third round. Is that something that might still happen? I would be shocked. I have to think the Bills do something at cornerback tonight. I just have to think that that is a play for them. Um, but we certainly haven't seen it yet as the defensive line certainly taking the precedent for Brandon Bean and his staff with the Buffalo Bills. You know, the a day later, you you start to look back on things with the Gregory Rousseau pick, and I had this on Twitter earlier. Um, God, I just liked his energy and enthusiasm, the different interviews that I heard with him and uh, kind of the, I'll say the young man that he is. And I don't want to make it sound like, oh, it's all about the process or the culture or this and that, but just a, a guy that seemed genuinely excited to be a member of the Buffalo Bills. Um, you know, for me, it was just one of those things, like you heard the excitement in his voice and I thought that was certainly a pretty cool thing. So, you know, with that said, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about the Greg Rousseau pick at this time. Carlos Basham Jr. also joining him on the Bills defensive line. We are going to see what happens. So um, stick around. Of course, go to buffalorumblings.com for all of your analysis. I will be back with you guys to break down the third round pick here on Breaking Buffalo Rumblings, but always appreciate you guys tuning in. We should have one more podcast tonight. Let's see what the Bills do at pick 93. Thanks for listening, and as always, go Bills.